doing that. 10 years. It was actually 10 years on January 1st, but I forgot until January 2nd. And I'm talking <laughs> All right. And we're recording. Uh, let's see if we have a little, we have the little music. We have the little music. Are we um, doing, you got the intro? Yeah. We did, we clear, did we clear Hero by Chad Kroger and Josie Scott or no? <laughs> <laughs> I need a hero. Hello. 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 What's up, bro? Hey, it's the What's Up Bro podcast. We talk movies, sports, TV shows, pop culture, and it's funny, motherfuckers. With Neri Signs, I'm like, what? How can this? <laughs> they have Photoshop. Photoshop exists when this artist rendition was done. How the fuck is this not cooler looking than a sketch that looks like it was done by a hillbilly off the side of the road? What the fuck are we talking? Why is this a thing? So you're telling me there's a chance. With Missy. Just let me finish my thought before you fucking interrupt me. Wrong room to ask questions. Welcome to the party, pal. And Mike Markadon. I'm, I'm just glad I like vanilla boring sex like this. I like that. I'm glad that the sex I enjoy doesn't get me, won't get me killed. That's how winning is done. Hey, I'm Dave Chappelle, and this is What's Up, Bro. All right, welcome to a special episode, a nooner episode <laughs> of uh, <laughs> podcast. We are doing a Spider-Man No Way Home spoiler review special. I am Neri Signs with me uh, for the first time in a long time on this show, but it's mm-hmm. always with me in my heart and Aww. on Kplix and on Geek Born is my friend Jeff Marconcini. What's up, guys? What's up? What's up? What's up? Uh, so we're doing a nooner episode. It's funny because mm-hmm. I was talking to the other comedian. I'm on board a cruise ship right now, and uh, and I was talking to the other comedian. He's like, "You're doing a podcast at noon." He's like, "With who?" And I was like, "Well, my friend." And he's like, "Oh, is he a comedian too?" Like he immediately because it's a Monday right. at noon. He's like, "It's he's got to be another comedian." I go, "Actually, he just took the day off. I don't know what to tell you." <laughs> what to tell you? Yeah, my company anyway, gave me the day off. Check us out. Yeah, well, thank you guys for checking us out. We are going to be talking about Spider-Man uh, No Way Home. If you have not watched the film, go and watch it. First of all, you'd be one of the mm-hmm. few because it's gotten like a billion dollars. Uh, and if you have not watched it, go watch it. If you're listening to this episode before watching it, just be warned that it's gonna we're going to uh, spoil some, I guess, quote-unquote news. It's kind of obvious, right? Uh, some, but- some of the stuff was... Some of the stuff we're going to probably touch touch on wasn't kind of in, in all those m- other spoilers that happened but even those other spoilers st- still even if you knew that they were coming it's still worthy to talk about because right. no know. we're going to talk about it. my whole point is if you haven't seen it go watch the movie yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. and if you listen to this episode just be warned some people don't care some people are like i'll listen to a podcast about it before i watch it and it doesn't bother me um it's about the journey not the destination and that to you i say you're stupid but yeah. uh thank you for listening um all right so uh we're gonna do this kick flick style okay for those of you who don't know jeff and i are part uh are two-thirds of the kick flicks panel so if you go to kick flicks pod um another podcast you can find on the geek bro network uh we review martial arts movies uh and in doing so we usually give our 60 second uh first thought impressions actually do you want to do the imdb reading Oh, let me grab it. I can grab it for you. Real quick. Yeah, let's do the IMDb uh, description of the film, and which we then, also do. 
which we also do on Kickflix. And I'm relying on Jeff because of the fact that uh, my internet here is very limited. So uh, by very limited, I mean it's still better than my internet at home. Uh, Jesus, so bad. So bad. Uh, okay. Damn you, Comcast. Damn you. So No Way Home 2021, PG-13. Uh, so this, uh, let's see, it's the synopsis, right? Let's do the synopsis yes. first. Uh, with Spider-Man's identity now revealed, Peter asks Doctor Strange for help. When a spell goes wrong, dangerous foes from other worlds start to appear, forcing Peter to discover what it truly means to be Spider-Man. Mm. So, well, any any of the parental guidances? Any of the? Let's see that we should know about. Uh, parents' guide, none. <laughs> no sex and nudity. Uh, Aunt May and Happy discover MJ and Peter in Peter's bedroom with Peter standing in his boxers as he changes out of his Spider-Man suit. They think Peter and MJ were about to have sex and May says to be safe, but that was never their intention. <laughs> what? They were going to be well, super unsafe. <laughs> well, he was going to raw dog it with Mary. He with was gonna raw, well, I think he was just going to put a web on it. Just put like tie it up with a web, <laughs> and, like, be fine, right? That's like that's, that's better than a condom, right? Yeah. Get, uh, uh, few mouth to mouth kisses through the end of the movie. A single verbal reference of sex, easy to miss. A man says, "I'm butt ass naked," but we only see about mid torso and up from his body. Uh, uh, they have violence oh, and gore moderate. <laughs> violence and gore is moderate. Um, nothing in the final battle. There's violence, but not too much blood is visible. I kind of disagree with that. Um, profanity mild. The majority of the swearing comes from Jamie Foxx's character. <laughs> uh, Jamie, no, well, uh, Doctor Strange, yeah, Doctor yeah, Strange, Scooby Doo, this shit. He said it um, multiple times. times. Yeah. No alcohol and drugs or smoking, frightening and intense scenes, moderate. Scenes include people fleeing from explosions, falling from heights, and brief jump scares as different villains appear. The Green Goblin is very sadistic, a very sadistic person and a very creepy and uncomforting character. The rest of the villains, while definitely menacing, are very tame compared to him. The ending can make some people cry. While the movie is definitely dark, it is still just as funny, witty, and fun as the other MC. What does that have to do with frightening and intense scenes? Mm. Uh, but yeah, and then there's like five different spoiler ones. I'm not going to go through all those, I guess. Right. But um, so what, yeah. What's your 60 second first impression? So I, I I was dis despite certain spoilers already kind of being revealed all over the place. I I still went with it, and I I tried to keep as much out of the picture of seeing any videos, seeing anything, and I was pretty successful. So there was a few surprises still for me. Um, I thought. I thought that it's the I think it might be the best of the trilogy um, because of all the emotions that go about it. Um, I mean, we'll talk more into detail, but I thought that there was a lot of amazing acting in this um, and the, there was great action. It, it, it basically gave the fans everything that they could have possibly wanted from a Spider-Man movie, I think, in, 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 in the I position mean. where we're at now. There's no rhino, but yeah, sure. I mean, that's fine. Well, they they mentioned him at least. Yeah, well, yeah. yeah. The, even, the guy in the suit. No, yeah, even the thing was like, no, 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 he's fine. But there's, yeah, a, fine. but if you think about it, there's a reason why there's no rhino. 
because all the other villains were 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 killed by Spider-Man in their universes. Right. He um right. So, but uh, I loved it. I absolutely loved the movie. I can't wait to see it again. Um it, it's it was fun. It was, you know, and it was weird cuz the theater I was in, I went to see it when I was visiting my family up in in Daytona and Myself, my wife, and Missy were the from Woobro. We we all we watched it together, and we were like the really the three people that were jumping out of our seats and going crazy. Like other, everyone else was really quiet. Like we're like, oh, oh shit, that, oh shit, that, and everybody was just like, oh, cool, cool, cool. And I'm like, no, this yeah, is not white the, people. You, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just white people. Everybody but else yeah. is just being white. Everybody else is just being white. You guys were the only three loud Hispanic people in the theater. Yeah, that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, yeah, But I, I yeah, it's true. You're not actually, now that I think about it, you're not wrong. Um, but I actually lo- absolutely love the movie. I really thoroughly enjoyed it. It might, and like I said, it might be my favorite of of the, the Tom Holland uh, high school trilogy. Right. Uh, yeah. So I watched the movie, and uh, I can't say anything negative about the movie. I say that I start off that way to say I was I was fine. Like I didn't <laughs> I definitely did not dislike the movie, but I don't love the movie. And I don't know why I'm being completely honest with I since the, I saw it two days after it came out and I saw it in the afternoon at 12 o'clock in the afternoon. And since then, it's been two weeks since I've seen it. And since then, I have literally been asking myself over and over again, why don't I like this movie? You know, if you listen to to the audience, if you listen to kick kick flicks um there are certain movies that want you know somebody has said this about uh mike said this about ninja assassin where he talked about all the great things about the movie and then he asked nary why don't i enjoy this movie more and it's one of those things like that's yeah. i can't i don't know the answer I, I i i don't know why i didn't enjoy this movie i avoided spoilers to no end i did not watch a single trailer prior to this movie coming out I left conversations and text chats and checks text threads that were going to start talking about the trailer. And I, I am one person that detests spoiler breakdowns. Like whenever a new trailer comes out and like on the, and people start like dissecting trailers, I fucking hate that. Um, so, uh, all of this should have been new to me, even though, but it, even though it wasn't, like the only thing that got me off by surprise was um, Charlie Cox mm-hmm. as Daredevil. Like that, I was legitimately like, "Oh shit!" And here's the thing: I later on remembered, "Oh, that's right, I do remember reading something about that, like a blurb somewhere months ago." But I, I just forgot it, and so I remember when he came on the screen, I said, "Oh shit!" Everything else. The 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 other Spider Man's coming in, the other villains coming in. None of that was a shock to me. None of that was a surprise to me. Uh, and I don't know if that ruined it or I don't know what, but I did. I avoided the fuck out of trailers, so I should have. But anyways, uh, I digress. the The movie was fine. It was a good movie. I don't have anything negative to say about the movie. I just don't know why. And I will say this though: I'm gonna watch it again, hopefully in theaters by the time I get home. And I will say this: there are multiple. There have been other movies. Uh, Rogue One, for example, I saw in movie theaters four times and I did not like the movie. And it wasn't until like a year later that I was in my own head about, oh, there's no Jedi's, there's no Jedi's, and it bothered the fuck out of me. And then I was in my own head about it and it was a year later that I rewatched it at home and now Rogue One is probably my favorite Star Wars yeah, movie. I remember um, that. So I will <laughs> say I would argue that. 
yeah, I will say that <clears throat> that me saying I didn't like this movie right now or I didn't care for it. I not that I didn't like it. I didn't care. It's just, it's fine. It's fine. Um, it's not. It, this could totally be on me, and it most likely is. The only thing I could, I could think of is I'm not a fan of Spider Man. Um, you have said that but, a lot previously. But uh, as as much as I would love to be able to hold on to that and be like, oh, I'm just not a fan of Spider Man. Uh, I remember watching Spider Verse, Into the Spider Verse, the animated movie, and walking out of that movie and saying, "This is the best superhero movie of all time." Like I remember clearly stating yeah. that out loud. I remember my wife asking me, "How was the movie?" And I said, "This was the best superhero movie of all time." And she said, "Really?" And I said, "God damn right!" Like I was emphatic about it. Um. And that was before a bunch of other movies come out now since then. But my whole point was it was a Spider-Man movie and I loved it. This one, it, it was fine. It was fine. Okay. Um, but let's talk about it. All right. So yeah. well, you um, mentioned Charlie Cox. Charlie Cox. He he the, the the thing with that is that people were the internet, what you what you saw, because I remember what exactly was like the internet was just like, oh look, you see, you just see the upper, the lower half of the guy interrogating Peter. Um, that has to be Matt Murdock and blah 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 and all this stuff. I'm curious to find out whether or not they were filmed that scene after all these like things started coming out. Because I know Charlie Cox says that he's already known for years that he was gonna be coming back as Daredevil, but he couldn't say anything. But I don't I'm curious to see because that scene feels like they could have done that like after the fact. You know what I mean? Because it's them in the apartment together. I loved it. I thought it was great. And that whole little the brick coming through and like him catching it and them kind of like, hey, uh, what's what's up with that? I mean, I I thought I thought it's smart because if they're going to start bringing these people in because they're rumoring there's rumors that Punisher is going to come back in Armor Wars, the TV series that's supposed to be following Rhodey. Uh, um, supposedly, I think what it is is that he's supposed to be uh, collecting all the stolen Star- Stark tech or whatever. So they're going to bring in Punisher ba- back. Hopefully, John Barenthal's Punisher back. Yeah. Um, in that, so I loved that they brought him in, even if it was that little short cameo. That's all you needed. That's all you. Yeah, needed I agree. I agree. I don't. I don't recall that article where you said. I remember them saying Charlie Cox wrapped his one day shoot in New York. And there was speculation oh. as to whether it was Spider-Man. Oh, I see. I didn't but, see. I never saw that. It was just like one day shoot. And I was like, oh. But again, they didn't They didn't specifically say he rapped filming Spider-Man. They said he rapped doing a one day shoot. Right. And they speculated that it was Spider-Man. And I kind of just put that in the back burner of my mind. I'm like, yeah, whatever. Like, I just brushed it off. Yeah, yeah. But it was great. I thought it was great. So, yeah. So, the it opens up right where the second Spider-Man left off. Um, and I know this isn't a review about the second Spider-Man movie. I did not like that movie. Um, when the movie came out, I, we did a spoiler review on it and I said it was fine. I think I gave it three out of five and I was the one that gave it the lowest score. I remember uh, Missy gave it four out of five and Mike gave it five out of five. And I haven't seen the movie since I I had no wanting to rewatch that movie. And then two days before I went to go see this one, No Way Home. Uh, I re- I was like, oh, I'll go rewatch part two just to get a refresher. Could not make it through the movie. Really? Could not make it through the movie. I just didn't give a fuck anymore. I didn't care. I was like, I don't, this doesn't, it's fine. It's like, whatever. Um, And I like um, uh, uh, Mephesto. Mephesto? Mysterio. Um, 
Mysterio, I'm sorry. Mysterio, as a character, I like him. In the comics, I liked him. I always thought he was silly with the fishbowl, but they made it work in the movie. Again, there's a lot of good point parts about that movie. Like, if you start n- listing them, like this part, what about this part? What about that part? I'm like, oh, I like that. Oh, I like that. And I'm like, I just don't know. I don't care about part two. Uh, but that definitely... Um, so I watched it and I'm like, yeah, I couldn't make it through the movie. Like I got up at one point and just walked away for like 25 minutes to do some dad stuff and came back and then watched the very end of it. I'm like, okay, just I'm caught up. Like I, that's how I felt about it. Right. Uh, but this movie starts off right where that movie left, left off. Um, I read an article that they even brought back one of the extras in the background. Um, oh, really? When he's, when he's on the, the traffic light and yeah. the news breaks. And they're like, hey, you're Spider-Man's girlfriend? Like, that guy, there was, like, a, a dude, one dude that they brought back. Like, it was him. You know, so one of the background actors. I mean, it makes uh, sense. That Marvel's very meticulous when it comes to their continuity, so. Eh, okay. Uh, <laughs> I mean, there's, there's, a lot of, there's, a lot of, there's a lot of plot holes, and there's a lot of, like, time. Like, what the, I mean. Yeah, but the but thing is, once not, you start I'm messing not blaming with time, them. It's, like, not, it's very complicated. It's, like, yeah. fucking 30 movies later. Like, it's fucking very difficult to make all this shit fit right. like it there's a reason why in comic books there's reboots there's like okay we're gonna start over again because this shit is too much now we can't you know what i mean like there you you when you keep telling these fantastical stories it's pretty hard to to interwind them again i'm not dissing marvel they're great they're fantastic uh my, my whole point is so the movie takes starts there uh joe jay jordan jameson who again JK this Sands. guy was he was born to play this fucking yeah, role right hundred percent bonkers i'm like yeah so good i love him i lo- i've lo- in all the spider-man movies he's he's always been a consistent favorite of mine jk jk simmons always knows the assignment yeah he knows exactly yeah. what he what to do how to do it how to deliver the lines like i love him as an actor in general like he's, oh yeah he's, he's fantastic. fantastic i love the fact that they made it a blog <laughs> and i love the fact that they made it like a crate like the, they they made him alex was alex cross alex whatever his name is mm-hmm. The guy from Infowars, that's who they made. Oh, him. yeah, that's basically who he, he he was. At one point, he was like, "It's brought to you by these multivitamins," and it's yeah, <laughs> the the Daily Bugle vitamins or whatever. It's hilarious! <laughs> it's hilarious. I was like, "This is perfect." And like, they made it into today's world because newspapers are pretty much dead. So they made it. They brought it into today's world, and I thought it was perfect. I thought it was well done. Um, but anyway, so that that, that part takes off. Uh, how how did you feel about the whole? you know, the way the cops treated him type of shit. I mean, so here's the funny thing. When I was, when I was, cause when I was prepping to watch the movie, I actually went back and watched amazing Spider-Man two and one. Cause I hadn't, I hadn't seen those in a while. And, but I you remember, knew they were coming. Yeah. A hundred percent. I mean, here's the thing. But, yeah. e- even if you didn't watch a trailer, if you see, if you already know that they're bringing in all these villains, like it would be, And I don't want to call anybody names, but it would be idiotic for you not to expect that these other these Spider-Mans were going to come. It would be naive. It would be naive. naive. There we go. Naive is a better word. It would be naive for you to not think that they're going to. Right. But in in Amazing Spider-Man, the cops hated him. And I remember, and the thing is, Dennis Leary was the, the chief of police right. in, the, in those movies. And he's, he was talking about how he's a menace and how he's a, he's a vigilante and that, He's making the cops look bad and he's doing all these things. So it 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 kind of mirrors there's a lot of mirroring to what 
what what he's going through now, you know, because then they're like, and also not to mention, think about it, Mephisto say, or Mysterio saying he killed me. And he played those t- that that recording that it was like, right. you know, he, he was trying to kill everybody. So everybody's had this, you know, like, oh, Spider-Man was part of the Avengers and this and that and blah, blah, blah. And now they're like, oh, he tried to kill us. That's right. that's nice. You know, and he didn't give a fuck about anybody's uh, safety. So it, it I think I think it goes in line with the information they had. And, you know, it's not like society. If they get a little bit of information, go crazy over something and without doing no, full research. No, that, that, that never happens. Happen. I, I thought it was weird uh, the way because, again, they're playing up the, the Mephisto part or the uh, Mysterio part. Um, but I. I was like, he was he, like, everybody's aware that he's an Avenger. He say like in part two, he's a, like a, a superstar. Like people are asking for au- interviews and autographs and like, Oh, and they keep asking about Iron Man and right. And all this stuff there. And is he going to be the next Tony Stark and all that? Like, like the world loves him. Right. Right. People even thank him. Even in this movie, they thank him for like, Hey, thank you for, you know, you know, helping save the world type of deal. And I'm just like, Oh, okay. But why are the cops writing him? Right, like why? Like they brought in a, and then they made a new task force, the new government agency. I have no, I don't remember. That just showed up. Yeah, I forgot what they said. That they knocked on the door, you know, and to bust in, you know, with Aunt May. I think it was a, it was an FBI offshoot or something. I thought that they yeah, something like that. They sells as the FBI federal agency, and you go, yeah. what? Who are these? Okay, uh, Aunt May. She, you know, she looked like she aged, right? <laughs> I mean. I mean, I mean, I'm not saying she didn't physically age the actress. I'm saying like they, I feel like they made the character age. Well, remember they they in, in the second one, I, I remember if they did in the first one. I remember that there was a, there was people saying, "Man, she's really young." So they like put old lady glasses on her to be like, right. "Oh no, look, she's older now." So <laughs> it it could you know look at the glasses. Um, uh, so yeah, I mean they, they I guess they tried to age her up a bit, but. Like it's funny. So Aunt May, since we're talking about Aunt May, I that's one of the things I didn't know was going to happen in the movie was her getting killed. Oh, okay. So I didn't know that. How did that affect you? So here's the funny thing: at the beginning of the movie, when she's having the heart to heart with Peter, I literally turn to Christy and I go, "She's being way too fucking philosophical. She's going to die in this movie." And Christy goes, "And Christy goes, no, no. What are you talking about?" And I'm like. I'm calling it right now. She's being philosophical. They basically made her Uncle Ben. For, yes, yes, for him. yes, yes. So yeah. when she started with the philosophy, I was like, oh, no, no, no. Mr. Tomei is not making it out of here. And no. then later on when the whole that whole scene, that scene, it, it, it's, it, it affected me because I started having flashbacks of, of like the other spider, the other Spider-Man movies and stuff like that. And like, um, when Goblin kills himself with the glider and things like that, where you feel, you feel bad for Norman Osborn on the inside. Cause he, you know, he's fighting with this, with the Goblin. So, you know, so you feel bad because yeah, you're happy because yes, the Goblin gets killed, but then you're sad because Norman Oswald's also gone, which right. he wasn't a bad guy. You know, he's a bad so, guy, but doesn't mean he's a bad a bad guy. guy, right? So, like the Marissa, you, like the, like the ant the ant May thing and that whole scene where you know you you know it, you, she she's running out with the serum and you know she's she sees that he's struggling, so she comes back to help him. Doesn't care that she knows that this guy is a fucking monster, 
but it's her her nephew's getting us gonna get killed by this guy so she runs into you know into 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 battle not caring about her own safety and even after she gets freaking diced by the the glider she's standing up and looking tough for him until she just physically can't take it anymore so it did like i I got a little choked up on that at that part because i was like she's showing the strength to peter that he needed to see and then she he didn't realize oh my god no she's like mortally wounded until she finally just couldn't take it anymore because she does the whole great power comes great responsibility speech and does all that stuff. But it was a necessary thing for Peter to grow, I think. Right. I um, I had zero effect on me. Really? <laughs> okay. I, I did it. I, I, because uh, I felt that she, which everything you said, I felt that she was filling in the Uncle Ben role, which we never got to see in the MCU. And I was like, it's a necessary part of it. Like, it's fine. Like, I just, that's how I took it. And I know it sounds callous and cold, but I was talking to Aries about it. And Aries told me that he, there was two scenes in which he physically cried in, which is a big deal for him uh, to show any kind of emotion, much more, much, uh, much more vulnerability. But I, I got choked up in one scene in this movie and it wasn't, this wasn't one of them. And I, I've, I've only, and to be fair, I've only, been choked up or shed a tear in an, in one other superhero movie, and that was Guardians of the Galaxy two, and that's when Drax was talking about his daughter. Right, that's the only time, and that's because I'm a father and I have a daughter. Eh, it's bullshit, whatever. But my point is, I don't like as sad as it is. Like Endgame was sad. I'm like, oh man, that sucks. I didn't cry. It was like it didn't. There was no. No, I mean Ghostbusters. <laughs> oh yeah, Ghostbusters <laughs> sobbing. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, but. That's neither here nor there. I didn't uh, because she because I saw it as her filling in the Uncle Ben role. Like, I guess I thought what you thought. I just didn't actively say it out loud. I was like, oh, yeah, she's filling in the Uncle Ben role. Like she's like making him think more than just about the powers. It's more about the the human side of it. And I'm like, oh, okay. So I I just immediately. So when and then I saw the glider in the back behind her. I'm like, oh, she's going to die. Yeah, she's gonna die. No, she's gonna die. She's dead. It's, it's over. Yeah, and then when she stood up and still was like talking, I was like, "Oh, maybe she didn't die." And then when she did die, I was like, "Oh, there you go. That makes yeah. sense." It, it was fine. like it didn't affect me one way or the other. Um, uh, all all the villains that came out, right? Uh, I will say, what was your favorite appearance like of a villain? In like uh, of the villain characters? Well, yes. Mm. <laughs> That okay, so that's a little that's kind of tricky because the best performance to me out of everybody was Defoe. Like he he fucking yeah, but that's not what I'm asking. I'm asking what right. was the best intro to a villain? What like the, the intro villain? of the villains. Okay, <clears throat> yeah. Um, <clears throat> man, I want to. Okay, so I will give credit. To, I, I will say my my the best intro because they immediately like made a joke about it and corrected it was Electro. Because they right. have Electro up on the thing and he's blue again. And I and I'm like, okay. And he's like that that awful blue that he was in Amazing Spider-Man 2. And then the 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 explosion or whatever happens, or like what he when the I forgot what it was that he shoots the web or something, something happens where or Sandman gets involved and he like comes out and then he's just Jamie Foxx and he's like, huh. Okay, like and I think I don't remember if it was at that point or later on that he goes, Well, at least I'm not blue. Like there was a joke of, of uh, there was a reference to that at some point in the movie that he was like, well, at least I'm not blue anymore. 
And I was like, okay, that's funny. Like, cause that's one of the things Jamie Foxx said, I won't come back to do this movie if you make me blue again. So I at from a from a comedic standpoint, because I didn't like him as the way he looked in, in Amazing Spider-Man 2, I would probably say Electro. Because the thing is the Doc Ock and Green Goblin entrances were already kind of ruined from the trailer. Because that was exactly those two appearances were exactly from the trailer. That's what happens when you watch trailers, kids. Yeah, that's what happens. Uh, I did not see the trailers, as we said before, and I thought the Doc Ock entrance was fucking dope. I was like, oh, this is dope as shit. Yeah. Um, Yeah. They went a long way from CGI to, I mean, from uh, puppets to like, because in the first, in the movie, it was like puppets in the original. And now with the CGI, it was great. It was so good. I I was a I liked. Uh, I'm in the minority here, and I get it. Uh, Amazing Spider-Man Two. I liked uh, Jamie Fox. I thought he was a cool character. Uh, I thought that he played the nerdy guy very well, very believable. That an actor like Jamie Fox, who is like the epitome of cool and suave and everything, you know what I mean? It. I believed him as a nerd. I believed him as like this awkward, geeky, fucking super fan of Spider-Man, and uh, I was fine with him being blue. I don't, I don't get the hate with it being blue. I, I mean, you know, everybody doesn't like. I do get the whole. It, it is a little weird how they were like, he's naked and now he's not. And like, wait, right. what? How did that happen? Right. Like that was a little weird. But I, I don't. I liked him blue. I don't know. I didn't care either way. Yeah, but I, I can but, agree with you that Jamie Fox as the as the geeky part, like. He he did well as that part. I was I, and I don't think it's. I don't know if it's necessarily Jamie Fox that I had the problem with as Electro. It's how they portrayed Electro with. Yeah, I think I think you're mad. At, you're upset. You I think you didn't like the character um, design. Right. You, you weren't a fan of the character design. Uh, from what you just told me, uh, I. I I didn't have a problem with it. Uh, it wasn't like I was like, "Oh my god, he's blue! That's amazing!" I didn't care. I mean, it was to me. It, wasn't it was a indifferent, thing, but yeah. But I, 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 but I, I, I get where somebody could come with that. I liked the new suit that he had in this one at the yeah. end. That shit was dope, and I liked the way he was like, "How oh, you like my drip?" I was like, "Oh, it's so good! Yeah. Like it's so good! It's so you and fucking I, good." You and I briefly talked about this. That um, I, I out of out of ev- all the villains, I, I loved his outfit. And I loved what they did, like the kind of glow up that they did to him, no pun intended, um, you know, of the character. And I love that they did the little new like flat, like throwback to like the original Electro costume where like the sparks will make like made like a little bit of the shape of like the star that he used to have. Um, I and you and I disagreed on this, but I felt like Jamie Foxx phoned in his performance in this movie. Um, Mm -hmm. The way he was delivering the lines, the way he was saying stuff, it, it. it felt like he was just like, yeah, you know, one, or you could fall into electric eels or you could, you know, like it was funny, but like I come when I'm, when I'm seeing these, how these other, what these other actors are doing, I was like, man, he's, he's just kind of phoning this in. And I, I know you disagreed with me wholeheartedly. I know. I think you mentioned to me, Electro was like your favorite. Um, but I, I just, you know, with me, it was to me, his performance was lackluster compared to what the other guys were giving to the to the party. 
All right, so I'm going to say something that's going to get me, if not, if I'm not already hated by everybody who <laughs> loved this movie, I'm going to say something that's going to get me hated by everybody who loved this movie. I think William Defoe overacted beyond belief. It was so fucking over the top that if you're going to compare anybody's performance to William Defoe's, I agree, everybody phoned it in because this guy <laughs> went so over the top that I was like, oh my God, look, he, you know what it is? Here's the thing. First of all, I stand by what I said. I doubled down. He a thousand percent overacted. However, on top of that, he has such a bad guy face that even when he's quote unquote being sincere and even when you believe you are supposed to you, the audience is supposed to believe that he's reformed and he broke the mask and he's and he's scared. He's in a different world. I didn't believe that shit for a fucking second. Not us. Not a single second that I believe. Oh, his character is not like, no, no, he's clearly the bad guy. Everybody look out for this motherfucker. He's still the bad guy. It's one of those things. Even when he was helping to to uh to um helping doc Ock, helping to fix or cure doc Ock, i was still like nah nah pay attention to this motherfucker right here it's but, like what, but don't you what think Jamie it was probably doing where he was like clearly being sneaky william defoe was like trying to he was supposed to be portraying some guy that's gonna um double like stab you in the back or double agent and i was like no this guy is clearly a bad guy it's clear but, he, but the thing is hate. he's remember he's bipolar he's essentially bipolar he's he's right. battling these two things so he's not he wasn't pretending to be good oh, he was that's good what I'm and the, okay oh, i i get what the character was trying to do but his default but william the default actor his performance was so over the top that i was like i don't believe this shit for a but, fucking second but you're supposed not, to not be like second. Wait, is he is he is he really is he pretending right now or is it really Norman that, or what's thing. going to me? It was never a question to me. It was never a question. That's my that's my that's what I'm trying to portray now. That's what I'm trying to get out to the now. But, it was never a question to me. It was always like, oh, no, he's he's a double agent. He's going to be he's going to turn on Peter. He's going to turn on Peter. Like, I just. Well, fucking, well, I yeah, just I mean, you come on. You expect you know that the goblins gonna always going to take over from him that that battle the goblin's stronger than he is but i want to go back to what you said about jamie fox because it made me chuckle when you were like oh you know because he was like subtly playing it off no he wasn't he was not oh, I, didn't he, say, he let, I didn't say subtle. no you I said subtle. Were, i said he was trying to be slick about like but he oh, wasn't he wasn't I, he goes i'm I gonna know. fucking kill you if if this doesn't work you're fucking dead so he wasn't yeah, being subtle yeah. about anything. And he I'm was... okay with that. And I'm okay with that. What I'm not okay with, I believe Jamie Foxx when he said, if this doesn't work, I'm going to kill you. I did not believe William Defoe for a fucking second that says, I'm just lost in a in a strange world. I'm like, oh, fuck off. But you're I'm supposed like, to be like that. That's the here. reaction you're supposed to be because you're supposed to be as the audience that knows better. No, 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 no. No juegas con eso. You know. Damn well what that guy is inside. I know what he is. I you did. need to know. It was like the screaming at the theater, don't go in the door. That's exactly yeah. what it was. I you have to take it that way. Fucking went. I thought he went. He, he Forget 11. He went to 1100. He just turned that bitch up. And, and you know. And again, after seeing him jerk off in a fucking lighthouse, it's kind of difficult not to fucking uh, see this guy. <laughs> Oh my God! That's why I'm scared for the Batman. Because when Pattinson did that with the mermaid <laughs> statue, I'm like, if there's a statue of a mermaid at Wayne Manor, I know what he does to that. Um, but um, uh, I like the fact that there are people who didn't watch that movie who had no idea about that movie, and they're like, "What the fuck are these guys talking about?" Yeah, yeah. Google it, what? bitches. Look up the Google lighthouse, it. bro. Um, so I will say this to the other, to talk to the other ones. Doc, Doc Ock. I'm, I'm happy 
that they kind of kept him as a character (laughs) of of part like from part two where you know he he wasn't a bad person it was just that the the thing you know malfunctioned so it's like and and that that's there you know and we're we're, this kind of jumping ahead but since we're talking about the villains that moment him and 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 toby have at the end where he's like oh hi dr octavius and he's like oh my god peter you 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 like I forgot what it was. It was like it wasn't you look great, but it was like I'm I'm proud of you or something like that. Which that was a beautiful turnaround callback moment. Like I, I I'm happy that Octavius from the MCU stayed because obviously he's not the same as he was in the co- in the cartoons or the comics. But the Octavius from the MCU they kept that same thing, just like Sandman. Thomas Hayden Church's Sandman. He was like I want just want to get back home. I just want to get back yeah. to my daughter. I, you know, if you're bullshitting me, I'm going to fuck you up, but I, I'll help you if it'll help me get back to my daughter. Right. You know, and then like Lizard, you know, you've got that, got the moments of Dr. Con- I love that they brought the, all the actors back, um, yeah. you know, and, and li- Lizard, I think, I feel like Lizard could have gotten a little bit more to screen, you know, screen time, especially with, you know, if they're trying to resolve stuff, because Dr. Connor was brilliant, you know? So he could have assisted as well, but I love the fact that he was like, "I was trying to help the human uh, evolution." He was like, "By turning everybody to lizards." He was like, "Yeah, yeah, 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 yeah." yeah the, yep, yep. That's like, it. Let me guess: you're gonna turn us into lizards? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love it. It's. It, I mean, it was. You know, it was great, but it, it's funny because like you could tell with Jamie Foxx with Electro that it, it, the same thing you were talking about, Goblin was me looking at electro especially when they go into like the the room and he's like oh we have the 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 creator thing or whatever the tony stark creator thing and he sees the arc reactor and he's like he's like oh i that that feels funny and i'm like yeah i know i know you want it i know you don't care about any of this other stuff you don't want to go back home because you've already said that you were he he literally spoke about the power he's like the power that this brings is he's like i like this power like he spoke about it yeah at it's no fine. point did you expect that he was going to be willing to go back. Correct. I, and I, I was okay with that. That makes sense. Like, his character, it makes sense for his character. His character was a nerd who didn't get respected by anybody or he felt didn't get respected by anybody. And when he got these super these superpowers, he got the, quote-unquote, power to be, quote-unquote, better than everybody else. So, yeah, it makes sense. I get it. I'm, yeah. I'm fine with that. Um, I just think William Defoe over overacted. Um, then uh so there there's the scene where the other spider-mans come in i'm gonna say i don't know this for a fact this is pure conjecture Uh okay this is just the way it feels it didn't feel like these three actors were in the same room together it felt as if these were all super these performances were all superimposed together i don't know if that's true i don't i could very very which part are you talking about are you talking about when they're on the rooftop all of it. I'm talking okay. about the only time that it actually felt like they were together was the rooftop. Everything else, like when they were in the lab, all wearing lab coats, it looked fake as fuck. You think? Really? I Immediately, as I'm watching the movie, immediately I go, this feels weird. This looks weird. This looks weird. There's something optically weird about this. I was like, and I was trying to do this. I was trying to like, you know, to the list, audio list, and I'm trying to I, I visibly, physically, like, 
try to push my my perspective backwards. I'm like, what's going on here? It feels awkward and weird. It feels superimposed. And I know it's funny to say that in a superhero movie because so much of it is green screened anyway. But it didn't feel like they were in the same room. That whole conversation when they were like, Peter. And he was like, yeah. And he's like, no, Parker. Like, yeah, we're all Parker. Like that whole yeah. conversation, I couldn't Love even... That. I couldn't even wrap my head around what was being said because I, I kept, there was this nagging feeling of like, are these motherfuckers not in the same room? And I'll be, to be completely fair, so I'm not that guy, I felt the same way when I watched Ju um, Zack Snyder's Justice League and saw the scene with the Joker. And I was like, is this, is he not in the same room with this motherfucker? Like, is, he, is this, if, the difference in that scene in Zack Snyder's Justice League when the Joker's talking to Batman is that they didn't try to put them in the same scene. I, I don't know, visually. The I know same, what you're like, saying. You don't, yeah. you, don't you, you just see the cuts, right? So you right. see camera one looking at Joker, camera two looking at Batman, vice versa. Uh, and this movie, they were doing that for a while, like especially when they introduced Andrew Garfield and then Tobey Maguire. When they had that Spider-Man shootout, shootout, they weren't in the same frame together. It was like camera one, camera two, camera one. Again, understandable, COVID, blah, 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 blah. I get it, man. I get it. I'm not, I just, it just felt weird. It felt okay, Do you think, and do then you? the first time they were all three physically in the same, on the same screen, not physically, the same time they were all in the same screenshot, the same picture, it was in the lab and I, it just felt weird and awkward. Again, I could be totally wrong. And this could be something that, I don't know, that all three actors, it could come out. I, again, because I didn't watch the trailers, I didn't read any of the reports. I don't know how they filmed this. Zack Snyder was very honest when he said, "No, Jared Leto and Ben Affleck were not in the same room together." Like he was very honest about that. But he then again, he didn't try to put them on the same screen. It felt weird, man. The only time that they felt like they were in the same room together was when Tobey Maguire and this guy hugged. I was like, "Oh, that kind of that kind of looks real." Well, they 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 were on set together um and there was there's a multiple leaked photos that had come out of them together on like the catwalks and uh, all these things so they were on set together i i loved that laboratory scene i think i think that subconsciously it may have thrown you you may have been thrown off at the fact that you're seeing all three of these <laughs> these people together that you were like wow they actually did this especially since you hadn't seen any of the trailers which they weren't really in the trailers and you knew that it was going to happen, but the yeah, fact that it I, actually I, happened. So I told Aries, I go, I knew it was going to happen. And he goes, you knew it was going to happen even though you didn't see it in the trailers. I go, Aries, this is the way I, I, I put it. It's kind of like when that, when that girlfriend is like, I have a feeling he's cheating and I know he's cheating, but I don't know. No. Right. And then, and then three months later, the, she reads the text messages. And goes, I fucking knew it. That's how I felt about the three Spider-Man. It was like, I knew they were going to be together. I didn't know it, know it, but I fucking but I knew, knew it. it. Right. And then when I saw it, I was like, ah, it was like, I fucking knew it. Motherfuckers. Like, it was that, like, it was that shit. But I, I uh, adored, I, 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 I mean, I adored that scene in the, in the uh, laboratory. And the thing is, is that that laboratory scene is way more important than people kind of realize. Because yeah, they, they do the whole net thing. The Ned thing. That's exactly what I was going to bring up. It's very important because in the comic lore, and again, I'm not the biggest fan of Spider-Man comic books. I've read a handful, if, if that. Yeah. Um, his best friends turn on him and become supervillains. Ned um, becomes Hobgoblin. 
because Hobgoblin. And so they may, they alluded to the fact that now Ned is aware that it's in his future or it's in his alternate universe future to turn on him. Right. Uh, but it ended with that. So it's important. I get, I understood that part. Um, but the, specifically uh, the line that Ned tells him before they yeah. go off the thing that he's like, just know as long as I'm your friend, I will never turn on you. Right. Like yeah, I'm always, I always at got the end you. Of the movie, at the end of the movie, he, they're no longer friends. Correct. So, all right. So a couple of things I want to talk about. One, um, I absolutely love the scene of them three talking on the Statue of Liberty, which, by the way, Statue of Liberty with Captain America Shield, fucking amazing. Yeah, fucking dope amazing. As hell. They should do that. Where do time. I sign that fucking petition to have yeah. that done for real? Hundred um, percent. I, I would love that. Uh, what two? <clears throat> that conversation was great because they were talking about how great each one of them was, and Andrew Garfield, I feel, was portraying, was showing the because he's the Spider Man that got the most amount of hate. In Which I don't understand movie. why. I don't understand why. I, I don't. I, I don't understand why. But um, he talked about that. The whole thing, like, oh, I just I fought a guy in a metal suit, in a metal rhino suit once. Like yeah. he was like talking that, and like that's amazing. And he's like, thanks, man. I really need to hear that. He's like, you yeah. He's what? like, I you're really amazing. Need... You're like, amazing. That whole thing was so good. Like I love that that conversation. Um, We're speaking of the conversations though. Went go back just a, a little bit when you. When they were on the rooftop after um, Aunt May gets killed and that they track down where Peter is and they come onto that rooftop, that conversation got me. I, that this is the second time that almost got me to, to get that. I got choked up when Toby's they're talking about, he's talking about Ben, Andrew Garfield's talking er, er, about um, Gwen losing Gwen, you know, and that, that, that Tom Holland's like, you don't know what I've gone through. And they're like, no, we know exactly what you're going through. You yeah, know. that was a scene that it hit more with me personally uh, when they did it in Spider Verse. When when he says you don't know what I'm going through, and he goes, and then he said, Miles, if anything, we're the only ones that know what you're going right. through. Right, like that was like basically that's what that scene was in in No Way Home. It was like we know exactly what you're going through, um, and we don't want you to go down the path of revenge and right. murder. Like was, Toby was like, that's what I did. I tracked yeah. down the guy that ki- that killed my my, you know my my uncle and like I've I you know d- that's not gonna that's not gonna resolve anything for you. Yeah, I yeah. wish it would have said. I wish it would have added, and I know they wouldn't do this because it would have added too much comedy in that scene, and that scene was supposed to be heavy. But I wish it would have said like you're gonna do things like you regret, like uh, dancing in the middle of the street, like <laughs> shit like that. I, I wish they would have said that. I, they would never have done it. But well, the, well, they made a reference to it that he was like, I got into a dark place one time. And it was like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I really wanted them to be like dancing in the street. Yeah, like, yeah. I, was dancing, I, was, I was, you know, like dancing just them the setting up, like going like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I, I that did that specifically tied into the scene that did get me because that scene didn't get me, but okay. that scene, the scene that did get me that I was like, ooh, was when Andrew Garf, when uh, Tom Holland couldn't save MJ, MJ. And Tom Holland did. No, Andrew Garfield and he, did. Andrew Garfield, I'm sorry, and he fucking needed it, man. Yeah. He so needed that save because he, he and he alluded to it earlier. He didn't allude to it. He flat out said, "Like I tried so hard to save her and I couldn't." Yeah. And then when he ended up saving MJ, and MJ was like, "Are you good?" And he was like, "Yeah, like yeah." And he's like, like, like that, "Eyes are just covered, filled with like water and swollen." So good. 
It's so good. I was like, oh man. Andrew Garfield like, he, was the the epitome of the best Spider-Man in this movie. Even though Tom Holland killed it. Like Tom Holland acted the fuck out of this movie. But Andrew Garfield, to me, out of all the all three of them, he he solidified to me that he's my favorite Spider-Man that's been I agree. portrayed. I, on the, he's always on been the my movies. favorite Spider-Man and he will continue to be my favorite Spider-Man. Um I, I agree. I agree. He, he's fantastic. Uh, but that that scene got me when he saved yeah. MJ. That scene got me. All right. So here's the thing that got a little weird with me was the ending, right? Okay. Uh, cast a spell. People forget that Peter Parker is Spider-Man. Everybody's going to forget that Peter Parker is Spider-Man. No, who here's Peter Parker thing. is. It wasn't I, that I Peter Parker. The line was that people no, forget. He said, he said, I want people to forget the that uh, who Peter Parker is. That's why MJ oh. doesn't know who he is at the end. Okay, so that that part I'm okay. Okay, so that makes more sense because I wasn't upset about the MJ thing. I was upset about like, wait a minute, his aunt is no longer his aunt. How the fuck? So what what does that mean? How he what? Yeah, no, what, it's what it's just, just that Pete that because he even tells Doctor Strange all these people are coming through to to, to because of me. They want Peter Parker. So, because he even tells that to Doctor Strange, so he's like, "So, I make make the spell so that nobody remembers who Peter Parker is." And then Doctor Strange even tells him, "But then, like, none of us will remember you either." And he's like, "I know." Right. See, I, I'm, that I, okay? So that makes more sense because I was really upset. It really upset me because it confused me as to when he's standing in front of Aunt May's uh tombstone and happy and happy goes how did you know her and he's like oh through spider-man i'm like wait a minute that's his aunt for real though like that's what had that's what bothered me because i was under the impression that everybody just forgot that peter parker was spider-man so i was like why oh, how yeah. would that affect his genealogy as far as who his father was who his father's sister was like that's his aunt that's his real aunt so how would that affect and I guess this makes a little bit more sense. I'm well, still kind of think confused. About, about well, that, here's the thing, because remember, remember, so Tom Holland, for okay, so for point of reference, I'm just gonna call him Peter Parker at this point from point forward. But Peter Parker as the Peter, Peter Parker, Parker one. Peter Parker one, yeah, that's right. Um so he realized from talking to Toby and to Andrew Garfield that not only you know, through all the conversations and everything, one, your best friends will betray you and it it'll it'll cause riff and and all these things you cannot necessarily you you're, you put your loved ones at risk and he saw that personally with aunt may dying and because he heard about gwen and the whole thing with mj so he wants to protect her he realizes that that him people knowing who he is caused all of this which is because at the beginning the first thing is spider-man's peter parker so he said to him he said the best thing for everybody is that nobody knows who the hell peter parker is because then that way I have no attachments to anybody and nobody's in danger of, right. of g getting hurt because mm -hmm. of me. So now I can just focus on being the friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. You know, I can focus on being Spider-Man and, you know, moving on with my life and trying to do good without having to worry about all these other people and putting their lives at risk because he realized this is what I'm destined to do. But if I, I need to do this, I don't want to put them at risk. Right. So that's why he did it. That's, oh, no, that's I understand why he did it. I was just <laughs> well, confused as to why Aunt May would have remembered him. Like, I, why wouldn't Aunt May well, still be his aunt? Why well, wouldn't Aunt May still be his aunt? She's still his aunt. 
But the thing is, he's not. He can't tell Happy. Oh, she was my aunt. But he doesn't. If Happy, if so, I'm assuming Happy still dated her in this now changed. Well, yeah, universe. because he came. He came. He came. He came over there. Right. So if he still dated her, first of all, why would he date her if Spider Man is no, was now new timeline? Spider Man was no longer part. No longer part of the Avengers. So why would Happy know May? Well, it doesn't say that Spider-Man wasn't part of the Avengers. It just says that nobody knows who Peter Parker is. Oh, okay. So maybe Spider-Man was still part of the Avengers, but... And they just didn't know who... They they just now don't know who his true identity is. Oh, okay. Because they didn't... Yeah, so they never said that he was there's no lot, longer a lot, part of the... There's a lot of gray area here. There's a lot of... Like, well, yeah. Left it's, again, it's time travel and magic. So you're going to fucking have, you know, a lot of uh, kind of plot holes and things i have to start because again i waited to read articles there's a few articles that have been out where like supposedly like the some of the the people have talked about like some of the director and some other people about those potential plot holes and what okay. they actually mean Thing I'm is, just also- worried about that, that's the part that got me like I'm, and then there's another one that kind of is a little weird uh, he goes to talk to mj and mj has the black dahlia necklace that he got her in italy uh-huh. So how would she have that if Peter Parker if she doesn't know who Peter Parker is? Because Peter Parker is the one I gave her that. Maybe and it's visible like, as fuck. It's not like No, a yeah, because they show it's it that she that she shit. has it. I mean yeah. it could she it could it could just be that they've been what because the thing is remember, her and Ned at the cafe, it didn't seem as lovey dovey close as it did throughout the entire movie. Like she was just like, "Hey, give me a second. All right, blah blah blah. And then, like when he even mentions the MIT thing, she's just like, "Oh yeah, you know, I guess I, I guess I should start learning, learning the names of 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 you know what the mascot is and blah blah blah." So I think it. it I what the way I feel like it might might have happened is that they the the stuff still happens and happened from all the movies. It's just that there's like a blank as to where certain things what, came from or something because he didn't even think, mention it to her so like they just yeah. kind of you know so you think that he still got her the necklace in italy but she doesn't know how she got the necklace correct okay i mean it's weird but okay i know i mean, I, I, I i and i'm not saying i'm 100 right on it i'm just trying to think of a you know no no i get, a, I get what thing, you're trying to do you know that's the whole and, point we're theorizing yeah we're fat and the thing theorizing is, here it's fine it's fine and and you know and then like now because the only reason ned and and her didn't get into mit is because of peter parker oh no that that part made so clear. it's like that part was like it's understandable but so, so it's non-existent so they got into mit because so it's you know they haven't like you like you said they haven't really they there's a lot of gray area there and that's something curious to see like I, i'm curious i'm going to read some of these articles and see if there's anything that comes up on it on w- corrections that they did or stuff like that or or explanations as to w- how certain things came about because that makes sense that's true i can't really honestly explain the necklace well, except that it happened but nobody remembers that peter was there all right, so we have a comment from Eddie saying, kind of like Men in Black Memory Wipe, I believe it was that stuff still maintains. It's just not associated with a person. Oh, that's true. Yeah, because... Kind of like what you're saying. Again, these are all theories and hypotheses. We're all just fanboy theories. It, it, make, it would make... That would make more sense than than the Peter Parker was never physically there. Right. 
Right. I mean, okay. I guess. So it, she just doesn't know okay. how she well, got that necklace. Yeah, because think wouldn't about it. Be it. Weird waking, wouldn't it be weird one day and you fucking wake up and you're like, there's a necklace here. I'll put this on. I don't know how I got it. It's fine. Well, you got like, some people in high school that, you know, you know, like that you don't really associate with or know too well or know anything. So it, it's, it, you know, and the oh. thing is, here's the thing. Yeah. He never finished. He didn't finish high school. So Peter Parker was kind of, I guess, kind. I guess he was white because in the in the scene where he's moving into the apartment, he has a GED book. Yeah, yeah. So he, that means he never. Which got is hilarious because he's. I I believe he's gonna pass that GED test rather quickly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. for like, sure. Why did he have? Why a did GED he need a book? book? I don't know why. Yeah, he what needs does he need book? a GED book? Like it's like, really? You took a GED? Like you figured out the fucking mirror wrong? Yeah. Like you're gonna. The GED book is going to help you. The study guide is really going to help you. Okay, All right. you went into space with a wizard. Like I think you're fine. Yeah, yeah, you're fine. Like you, yeah. you, you know. He's like, I need the Prima guide. I need the, I need the Prima guide. <laughs> I need the yeah, Prima guide for it. Yeah. Uh, so All right, so let's well, talk. Uh, let's talk about the after credit scene, the mid credit okay. scene. Mid credit. Unless there's something right. else you want to talk about. No, no, no. I'll just no, mid, what's the okay? So mid credit scene. So the mid credit scene kind of upset me. Really? Kind of upset me. Why? Twofold. One, you brought Eddie Brock in just to get him out. And I know why you did it, because you wanted to leave the Venom uh, symbiote. symbiote. Here's the problem that I have with that. Why wouldn't the symbiote, if it's not part of this universe, why wouldn't the symbiote also disappear in its entirety? That's a fucking plot hole for me. Now you're now you're purposely. I know what you're doing. You're literally just introducing him into the universe, into this cinematic universe, so you can exit him out. So what's gonna? So my question is now, what's gonna happen? He should have the symbiote should have disappeared as well, right? Because the rest of the symbiote disappeared. So why did right. that little piece not disappear? Like all of True. a sudden, magic is like everybody go back home, and magic's like oh, I don't. I didn't see that little piece on the, on the bar. Yeah, I'm like, sorry, what? I missed that the one. I missed that little piece. Yeah. So and then my thing is, I, so you just introduced Tom Holland, Tom Holland, Tom um, Hardy. Uh, what? Hardy, Hardy, Tom Hardy. Sorry. So you just introduced Tom Hardy into the MCU, so you could then kick him out. But you've already said that you're going to make more Tom Hardy Venom movies. So what's why not just keep him in that? Why not keep him in that universe? They're being, they're being smart about it because remember, Venom Sony. So there's there's that there's that but there Sony was, has already said that they're making three more more right, right. Movies, but wait let me explain movies. yeah uh -huh. yeah but wait wait so uh -huh. the thing is is that there was there was some back and forth a little bit about Tom Ho the Spider-Man potentially like they were they were going to get pulled from the MCU like there was right. a whole thing that happened a few months ago so that what the way they the reason they did this is that they're smart they were like okay we introduce them. We leave a little bit of the symbiote, so they can so they can continue to do Venom movies for Tom Hardy in that universe, and it is what it is. But now we've got the symbiote here in the MCU that we can do whatever the hell we want with it. Because right, I now, feel as if I feel like if Sony lost in this transaction, yeah, absolutely, hundred percent. Unless unless you're gonna have Tom Holland in a Sony Venom movie. I feel like this is lost now. Like what? Which they kind of so did Tom, already. Tom, okay, so Tom Hardy, so the Venom symbiote now sees Tom Hardy on the TV screen and goes, "I want fucking find that guy." So does that mean when he goes back to his own universe, 
which again, still not sure why the whole symbiote didn't go back, but whatever. We're skipping through that for a second. So he goes back to his own universe, and now we're assuming Venom, the symbiote, is like, I'm go- I gotta go to New York and find this motherfucker. Because now the symbiote knows who this motherfucker in right. our universe. Yeah, because remember, right. it's Peter Parker in every universe. Right, right. So, so, so he know in, in every universe that the, obviously Miles, you know, like blah, blah, blah. I'm talking about Spider Man as Peter Parker. No, I get and, it. You but know, remember, but, everybody forgot Peter Parker, so they're gonna go it, back to his universe. So Tom Hardy's gonna go back to his universe. Tom Hardy and Venom are gonna go back to their universe to then go find somebody who they can no longer remember because they don't remember Peter Parker anymore. So they're just gonna true. go what find go to go to. Very, I think it's very sloppy. I think Sony lost out in this transaction. I think why not keep him in the in that same universe if and and you could play it off as if the symbiote had magical had protection from the had. I I, I just thought of why though, because the venom, the venom that they've got with Tom Hardy is more of an antihero than a villain. Yeah, no, I, again, I, but so so I, I know why they did it. I just don't like how they did it because no, they're I get fucking, it. They're 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 just. But the thing is, now they can get they can get the symbiote to somebody who's who's a lunatic, or somebody that's more you know they on did. the crazy side. Carnage. Well, grant right, but but the thing is, is that remember Eddie, we they what people want is Venom versus Spider Man. Why would right. Eddie Brock, Tom Hardy's Eddie Brock, have any interest in fighting Spider Man? Because uh, there was under again, this is pre this movie because he was under the belief that he was a murderer that he killed Mysterio. That's why Venom wanted Tom Hardy. Tom, Tom that's why Venom wanted. He goes, I want him because he's a murderer. And then and then Tom Hardy was like, Yeah, you could kill him because the whole deal at the end of Venom, uh, Let There Be Carnage, is that he can kill anybody who's a bad guy. Venom can kill anybody who's a bad guy, and it's believed that. Uh, Tom uh, uh, Tom Holland is a bad guy because he quote unquote killed Mysterio. So that's now, why. But then you then you erase that with this movie because you erased the memory of Peter Parker with everybody. You erased the memory of Peter Parker, but spite you didn't erase the fact that Spider Man still ki- killed Mysterio. Technically, right. think about it. if it's you think very, about it. Yeah, like like it's very murky. It's very murky, man. I'm, yeah. I'm okay. Like, again, I'm just in, I don't. The symbiote not going back, that kind of bother- yeah. and again I'm being very pedantic. I understand that's my brand, but I I I I just I was like, okay, let's see what happened. Again, I'm fine. I, I my daughter, who is a huge Venom fanatic, she was very not happy. She was like, Where's Venom in this movie? Right. She's like, you told me there was gonna be Venom. I go, I didn't tell you there was gonna be Venom. She goes, You told me to wear my Venom shirt. I'm like, Do you have a Spider-Man shirt? She goes, no. Yeah. And I'm like, what the there you what go. The fuck? And then when she saw Venom, when she saw that, that mid credit scene, she was like, I want a Venom. And she just wanted Venom in that movie. And I get it. it makes sense. That was the one piece I was missing. And it's obvious le- legal reasons why it was missing. Correct. But, you know, you can't have the sinners that sticks with five. <laughs> well, apparently the, the, the uh, directors wanted Venom, but the, like I said, there was those, but like you said, there was those legal issues, but they wanted Venom to be. And the thing is you've got, you got Vulture, in um in in Morph- in uh Morbius, so yeah. Why, do, why did why didn't Vulture make it? Oh man, that would have been I would have been fucking like. Well, he's in jail. Vulture, vote huh? He's in jail. Okay, but that that's a quick. Nobody one ever line. breaks out of jail. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, in that case, well, I mean, you break through dimensions, but uh, you can't break out of jail. Hey, that's no, crazy. No. That's concrete. No, they, that's they concrete. have a lock on the door. <laughs> 
All right, so let's go give our final ratings for this movie. Uh, I'll ask you what the final out of five is, where your rating is out of five. And uh, I won't ask you the specific number, but where would you put this in the pantheon of MCU movies? Okay. Um, I'm I'm probably going to give this a four and a half out of five. Okay. Um, what's, your, what's, what's your half missing? Well, first of all, four and a half what? Oh, that's true. I have I, that's my thing. I should have been thinking about yeah, this. Yeah. Uh, to the listener and on Kickflix, we always come up with a four. We always come up with a rating system, and each one of us comes up with our own rating system. Oh man! Uh, shoot, I should have been thinking about this. Four and a half. Uh, I don't know. I'm four and four and a half. Um, Left leftover symbiotes, and in okay. a Mexican bar, uh, <laughs> out of five. Out of five. Um, yeah, which by the way, I think I, if I'm not mistaken, the bartender is the guy from Ted Lasso. It looked. Like I haven't him. seen Ted Lasso. So think, okay, I've, I've seen one. Ep- which I've I was like, one episode of- I'm all about him yeah. getting the symbiote and becoming Venom, a Latino oh, Venom. Great. I'm all for it. A Latino um, Venom, we need it. So, I I'm not giving it a five. Just um, you know. It's, you know what? Actually, no. I'm gonna give it a five out of five symbiotes because okay. I can't think of why. Why? why yeah. I yeah I mean, that's a good, that's Usually, I don't like giving thing. perfect scores to movies. Like I try not to, but um, I, I give perfect scores to movies. I know all you time. do. <laughs> You've given perfect <laughs> scores to some movies. <laughs> I don't know how yeah. they got perfect scores. American um, Ninja. Yeah. Five out of five, brother. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna give it five out of five. It 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 gave us everything we wanted. It's to, even, even knowing things were going to happen. It gave us the, the surprises like Charlie Cox. And I, I think that it hit the right emotional notes where it needed to. Um, I, I, it's not worth a half a point deduction, but I feel like some of the other villains, and I know it's a tough underta- uh, uh, undertaking to do when you've got five actors who have had standalone movies themselves like lizard and you know and even though thomas uh sam man was it was him and venom in the last one so it was kind of like a mix of the two but um i feel like they could have given some more a little bit more time to a couple of the other villains but aside from that i thought and toby mcguire andrew garfield you know tom holland they they i thought they played it great off each other i thought it was it was just the right funny. You had just the right amount of action. Um, it, I, I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Like, I can't wait to see it again. I, I haven't really watched. The only reason I've seen, gone back and watched Homecoming again is because Nathan wants to see it. If it, the first one, like, and right, right, I've watched right. No Way Home, No Way Home, a couple, a couple times. I've, I enjoy it. Not, I know you don't like it, but I've, I, I, I enjoy yeah. the movie. This one, I could probably see myself rewatching it. You know, just when it comes out every day rewatching it at least once a day, you know, cause I, I, I really liked it. I'm like, I want to go back. I want to try to see other little things and catch this and catch that. Um, but yeah, that, that that's, that's my, I'd give it a five out of five. Okay. Uh, my rating system is going to be spider web ejaculate and uh-huh. I will give it, and I'm giving it three out of five spider web ejaculates. Uh, it's a fine movie. Uh, <clears throat> one of my favorite uh, movie review podcasts is called Empire. Um, it's from Empire Magazine, which is a British uh, movie review magazine, and they have a fantastic podcast. Um, and they always say three is a recommendation. Three out of five is a recommendation. If they don't love it, but it's not bad. But it's a recommendation. They, they recommend you go see the movie. I recommend you go see the movie. It was, again, I'm fully aware that. 
uh, after the second, third, or fourth time viewing it, just like in Rogue One, I may change my mind and be like, no, I don't know what the fuck I was talking about. This shit is amazing. I did it with Rogue One. I've done it with other movies. I did it with Rocketeer 20 years later. I'm like, no, this fucking movie is good. Yeah. So I've changed my mind. It's not, um, and I'm fine with admitting, acknowledging that, and that I was wrong. Uh, I just don't. I was like, it's fine. It's fine. The movie was fine. It, it didn't wow me in any point. It, uh, I loved certain aspects of the movie. I loved Dr. Oct- the fight scene with Dr. Octopus in the, on the bridge was dope. Um, I loved the way they laughed at his name, Dr. Uh, yeah. Octavius. And, then, <laughs> and they all laughed. I thought that was fucking great. I loved Electro. Um, and uh, what else did I love about this movie? I'm trying to find the things that I love about this movie. Uh, oh, the you know what the scene when they go he goes back to the high school. Hannibal Burris is like, like no nah, man, he's a killer. And it's yeah. like oh me and the yeah, kids, we all made good. this. No, that yeah. wasn't the kids. That was you. That wasn't. That don't was don't say it was the kids. That was you that made that. What do you what are you, you were talking up, about? You were here. You were here for two hours. We tried to tell you multiple <laughs> times. You don't have to do this. But you kept doing it. That was good. Um. So, uh, but I'll give it. A, I don't know why I don't love this movie. I don't know. I, I'm being honest. People are like, "Why are you gonna take the duck?" I just didn't. It, it didn't wow me like it did, like other movies did. Where would you put this in a pantheon of MCU movies? To you, does it make your top ten? Yeah. Does it make yeah. your top five? I don't know about that. Maybe, yeah. maybe like maybe it might fall at like six. I, I'd have to do the list. Which yeah, I'd probably do, do that so we can post that's what it. Saying, ball parking, ball parking. Yeah, I'd yeah. probably put it. It'd probably be around like the six or seven mark. I think, right. um, just just out of the top five, um, because there's there's some really great there's some really great. Because the thing is, this is a great movie, but it's not it, it it's 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 not like at the level of like winter like Winter Soldier great. Right. That Winter Soldier is like. Forget comic book movie. It's a fucking great movie as a whole. Right, right. This is a great comic book movie. So, I, so yeah. I, mean, I don't I know. It. I, so it's, it's. I get where you're coming from. I get where you're coming yeah. from. Uh, I was like, there's other movies that are not MCU. Like I feel that way about Logan and Joker. Like these are amazing films, right, not right. just comic book movies. These are amazing films. I will say what this has that those other movies don't is rewatchability. There's only so many times you can watch Logan and/or Joker before you're depressed. Um, so, so right. I try to stay away from rewatching those so many times. Uh, but I get what you're saying. Um, I, I I don't know where I would put this in the MCU catalog. Definitely does not make my top ten. It would be somewhere. I'm I'm sure I would have to do the list just like you. I'm sure it would be somewhere smack in the middle. Again, not I'm not trying to insult the movie. It just it didn't wow me. It was fine, and it was funny because we were talking in the chat real quick right after you saw it and as and you said i don't like jamie fox's performance i go really i loved it and you're like yeah that sounds about right like, yeah, like, <laughs> and i even goes like i was i'm not shocked pun intended yeah i'm not shocked <laughs> on brand you're on it's on brand and i'm like yeah, but the, here's the thing i i feel like now if you rewatch it having us having us talk out some of the things because i could right. totally see where the whole ending would bother you which that could affect but a good the, chunk of the movie that's the problem man it wasn't even that's what i'm saying it wasn't even like i spent days days jeff asking myself why don't i like this movie why don't i like this movie and the ending never came up the ending bothered me but it, it only bothered me as a nitpicker as a like right. oh but, but you said and why didn't he go why didn't the symbiote go back but that's not i'm not really that guy to be like oh it's fine, bro. It's a superhero movie. Fucking let it go and, and whatever. I'm okay with doing that. I just want to know why in my own head. I asked myself the same thing about Rogue One. Like, why is it this? And I finally came up with the answer in Rogue One. The answer, after watching it four times in theaters, three times week one, 
I finally re- realized that I wanted more Jedi's in this movie. That right. this movie, and I even though I went into it knowing there weren't going to be any Jedi's, it was disappointing for me. And once I got over that, once I acknowledged that about myself and got over that fact and was able to watch the movie for what it was, not for what I was expecting, then I was able to be like, "Oh, this is probably my favorite Star Wars movie." Right. Once I figure out why this movie, and it wasn't the ending, but once I figure out why this movie didn't, why I didn't love it. I, I will get over it. I'm sure I will. Same, you know what I mean? I say, same thing happened with me with Iron Man 3. Right. Iron Man 3, I knew immediately. I'm like, I hated what they did with the, the Mandarin. The Mandarin in the comics, because I'm a fan of the comics, is such a great villain. Right. And they fucked it up in Iron Man 3. And once I got over that, once I once I realized that and told myself, it's not what you're not mad at what they gave you, you're mad at what they didn't give you. And once I got over that, I was able to appreciate Iron Man 3, again, not the greatest MCU movie, but I was able to appreciate it for what it was, for what they gave me, not what it was. Um, so I'll just, I got to figure this out. I'm going to watch No Way Home again in theaters. And once I do that, I'm sure. Uh, I don't want to make it seem as if I'm talking shit about this movie as I'm done in the movie. I just wish I loved it more. I wish I no, loved it as much yeah. as apparently everybody else on fucking earth. If you hated uh, this like, movie, we would know that you hated this movie. Yeah, I've I've I, seen yeah. the hate. I've seen Neri hate, and this Fuck is not hate. You. Yeah, but I, I did it. I just I'm I'm more I'm more confused at myself. Like, why don't you like this movie? Again, you ask yourself that about other movies on Kickflix. I forget what movie you asked yourself about. I I remember Mike specifically asking himself about ninja assassin he's like why don't i like this movie more and i was like i don't know what the fuck to tell you dude um i think it might have been enter the dragon now we know why (laughs) we know why (laughs) we know why we know why um but anyway so without saying i i i i'm i'm looking forward to watching it again with yeah. that said, thank you guys for checking us out. Yep. Make sure you check out the other podcasts. We've talked about Kickflix a lot. Check out Kickflix. Jeff and I uh, are joined with our friend Mike, and we review uh, martial art movies. Um, so, and we do. We have a wheel of. Uh, we spin the wheel to pick which movie we're going to review next. The next movie we're, we're going to review is. Uh, what is it? Police story. Police story. That's right. Police story. And then after that, the original Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, 1991's Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Uh, Anyways, make sure you check out the other podcasts on the Geek Bro Network, including but not limited to the Better Let Me Tell You podcast, the Mount Geekmore podcast, the Shiver horror movie podcast, the Kickflix podcast, um, and uh, Cramacopia with Jeff and Q, which uh, got a huge win this week. A huge win. Yeah. Huge win. uh... We're, you had a we're, cult member actually reach out to out. you guys. One of the cults so, we covered, they reached out. We're yeah. gonna we're gonna talk to them about uh potentially scheduling an interview. So that'll yeah. be uh, interesting. Season one of Cramacopia, for those of you who don't know, it's a tr- it's a um a true crime podcast. But season one, they're specifically focusing on um cults of Asia and Australia. Yeah, cults of uh, a- Asian and and Australian cults, uh, and not like uh, not like Rocky Horror films, uh, like actual cults. Uh, anyways, <laughs> it's a great part. I really enjoy uh, Cramacopia. Thank you. I, I'm not a I'm not a I'm not a true crime guy, but uh, legitimately, I'm not saying this because they're my friends. They, they, it's a it's a good podcast, uh, which apparently has been now independently reviewed and and said the said said the same thing. So. Um, Thank you guys for checking us out. Go to geekbro.net. Check out the other podcasts. Uh, thank you. Uh, if you want to uh, support 
the podcast in the new year. We are Woo Bros celebrating 10 years of being on. Make sure to go go to our cash app is dollar sign Woo Bro Pod W U B R O P O D. Uh, my Instagram is at Nary Signs. Everything could be found at what was his name.com. And uh, oh, and we have a Patreon. So if you want to subscribe to our Patreon, like we have Izu and um, and uh, Mike's uh, um, uh, stepmom is also a Patreon member. Uh, so make sure you guys go to patreon.com/slash woobropod. You guys have been great. Thank you very much. Uh, that's how uh, spoilers are done, man. Uh, Jeff, thanks for hanging out with us, brother. Thanks, man.